Consequence Podcast Network. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Thomas, founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Late December, it's almost Christmas. Everybody's thinking about Christmas, but really, let's be honest, everybody's thinking about Bonnaroo. If you're listening to this, you're thinking about Bonnaroo. We are, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're probably just ready for Christmas to be over with, so then it's the new year and the lineup. That's exactly right. That's what we're all thinking about, is that sometime in the next several days, we're going to get the lineup. Mm-hmm. and. And Russ, an educated guess tells me it's going to be sometime around the 10th, somewhere in that Some, area. Somewhere around, yeah. I, you know, it seems like it's earlier and earlier, but I actually looked and in 2020, it dropped on January 7th. So it's going to be around next couple of weeks. Yeah. Right? Careful talking about gonna... comparing anything to 2020. We don't want to get some bad vibes. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, but uh, my point is, it in some ways it seems like that's really early, but I don't think it is, uh, and and in part because other festivals have announced theirs already. Shaky that's Deeds, right. for example, mm-hmm. as we mentioned before, great lineup, um, and you know, business wise, we've sort of talked about it. We think they they you know you don't want to wait too long because you're trying to sell tickets, and so you don't want the competition to to get out there and outsell you when you're trying to sell your own ticket. So we expect that very soon. Exactly. Uh, And a lot of people wait until the lineup to buy their tickets. A lot of people say, well, I don't want to buy a ticket until I know who's going. Obviously we're not that way. (laughs) No, we're not. And we're going to, we have a guest today. uh, uh, What's she say? Uh, She's been to almost 10. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, isn't it amazing how many people we talk to that say, I don't really care about the lineup. It's about the event and, and all, and it that truly is amazing to me. Yeah. That's a very common thread with a lot of people that we talk to that have been going a long time. And eventually, you know, yeah, the lineup probably might get you interested, but eventually you, the reason you come back is, is not yeah. the music. I mean, it's, it's definitely a plus. Yeah, I mean, there there can be really bad lineups, and there can be maybe somebody on a lineup that will that will cause whatever percentage of people to say, that's my favorite band ever, mm-hmm. I'm going, or my favorite act. 
Um, and we certainly have heard, you know, there's always people who say, oh, it's terrible. You know, there's always going to be <laughs> those guys. But it's amazing, again, the the number of people. And we talked to Cassie here in a little bit, uh, our guest this week. And she's like, I don't, you know, I don't care. It, you know, I go for the event. I love it. It's the only time she goes to something like this, mm-hmm. just like us. Well, you, you've gone to more, but, uh, you know, camping, the, the full week-long camping. Yeah, like this, this is the only one I'll go for a week. Yeah. Right. Right. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say and give a shout out to our, our buddies over at Ruham. I thought they had a great episode. They put out uh, almost 10 days ago or so, two weeks ago. Uh, if you're at all into the rumor and who's coming and who you'd like to see, uh, I thought they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hit Michael and uh, Jake and uh, Parker. And, you know, I always joke Parker and Reed, (laughs) uh, both of them. Um, They did a really, really good job, took a deep dive in and and brought up some other uh, questions and topics and stuff that uh, stuff that we've gotten into. But one of them I I did want to sort of mention, if you've gone to the website, the Bonnaroo.com website, uh, you'll notice a link to Manchester Hotels. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that or if you heard them talking about it, but um, you know, the question was sort of what's that about? Because Bonnaroo is a camping experience, right? That's you and I have said, I've never left the farm. Once I'm in, I'm in. I don't leave. Yeah. And yeah, the whole idea of like leaving to go to the Walmart or to the, to the holiday Inn to use the bathroom or whatever, to me, kind of breaks the spell. Mm Mm-hmm. I've just, I've just never, never done it. And I've certainly never done the drive back and forth to Chattanooga, though I thought about it last year and and actually thought I was going to have to because of a a change in jobs. Um, Didn't want to, because like I said, it, it kind of breaks the spell, but it's interesting to me to see Bonnaroo actually putting a link to the hotels in Manchester and, and even some of the sites. And it kind of asks, you know, why do you think they did that? My guess is it's politics. You know, we've talked about on here before the city and the county. Um, there have been a little discussion, shall we say, you know, is this worth it? Are we are we uh, giving them too much? Are we oh, not yeah. asking enough? Uh, you know, there was there was an issue a couple of years ago. I'll just be honest where. Uh, the festival was kind of concerned that the hotels were price gouging and it was going to maybe be an issue. Um, so is this, is this a um, compromise? You, you never know. know. Yeah. And, and of course, Barry, you know, with these small towns out here in the South, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, good old boys running these things and, you know, there's a good chance that probably somebody on the city council is either owns a hotel or is friends with someone who owns a hotel and probably, made a deal like that sure sure or 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 legitimately raised the question are we giving away the farm Mm -hmm. pardon the pun you know are we giving away too much and maybe this is a compromise i'm i'm not trying to be at all uh, ugly about it i i think it makes some sense you know manchester and coffee county 
Um, don't have a lot going on other than this big. I mean, it, you're talking about 80 right. to 90,000 people that come to a small town and a 700 acre farm for three weeks. You know, the bulk of it is one week, but uh, the staff and all that are there for a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. prior. They're out there constructing, uh, you know, That's everything. Right. And yeah, doesn't That's Manchester right. become like the fifth largest city in yes. Tennessee that weekend? Yes. Something like yes. that. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I just, it's interesting to note that uh, maybe this is the compromise because mm-hmm. I, I do know there was some serious talks going on a couple of years ago. And so maybe this is the compromise and, you know, I don't have a problem with it. The other side of it is not everybody wants to sleep in a tent, even a, a fancy yurt, you know, that's been set up. Some people want to stay in a hotel. Sure. Some people just won't, uh, yeah, won't camp no matter what. And they, you know, would probably rather not go if that's their only choice. So, yeah, there's probably going to be a lot of uh, people that will choose that option. That's right. And, and, you know, they've they've tried to do that with uh, including Nashville uh, a little bit with Chattanooga Mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, the the um, car service. Yeah, these have shuttles. uh, Mm -hmm. Shuttles. So, you know, maybe that is um, this is just more of the same. So, yeah. you know, it's just worth, it's just interesting. It's again, it's part of the evolution of this festival. It it's, is. Uh, we've, we've done it. I've been going since the first year. Uh, you've been going since 2018 and we definitely have seen every year there are, you know, pretty significant changes. Um, and, and that's what we like. We like the, the sausage making yeah, we get into the uh, we we love the behind the scenes stuff and you know the, yeah. the background processes and and how all this evolves and yeah the changes from year to year. Yeah, even right. in and just we, really the short time that I've been going, it's changed a lot since twenty eighteen. It's changed tremendously. The camping, the a la carte, mm-hmm. and we talk a little bit with Cassie about that. Um, you know, and, and we'll probably get into that more when we get some of the guys on from C three to talk about how that went. Uh, you know, we talk about the pricing and, and, you know, it used to be you bought a ticket and you drove your car and you went with your buddies and you put up a canopy and you camp. Mm -hmm. And now there are so many different options, RV, yurts, um, you know, it's incredible. Um, And so that's just, I think it's smart on their part to, they're trying to figure out a way that you know nearly everybody can go yeah i think they're really following the customer and you know trying to give as many options as possible i think so too and i i think again i'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist guy about the hotels but i do think it's somewhat the politics but i also think um it's another option you know or somebody it is. Yeah. wouldn't wouldn't be me no it wouldn't be but, me <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so our guest today is cassie uh she's somebody we know because she's local but that's not really why she's our guest she's our guest because she's been going for uh, a decade basically and um it's she's just 
you know, another person who loves this festival and goes by herself, which I find interesting, mm-hmm. has gone with a lot of friends. So we're, we'll probably focus on, uh, you know, people like her who love this festival or any kind of festival and why they go and how they go and all those sorts of things. So yeah, I love hearing inter- those stories. Yeah. Here's our interview with Cassie. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Special guest today, as we usually always do, Cassie Wanamaker is with us. Cassie, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. We were talking a little bit off air, and I had, I had to stop be, stop her because uh, a lot of times the best stuff happens when you're not recording. So <laughs> I, I had to stop. Yeah. <laughs> but we were talking about the fact that we're six months or less from uh, this event that we all know and love is Bonnaroo. That's why we're here to talk about it. Cassie, um, Russ, you know, you and I talk about this every week. That's why we started this show, what, 2018, because we realized we were talking about this event way more than we should have Mm -hmm. year round. And (laughs) we figured out that probably a lot of other people were as well. And so while we're in the middle of rumor season and we're waiting for the big news, uh, which will be the lineup, we'll get into that here in a minute, Um, you know, there's still plenty to talk about. And what we love doing is sort of diving deep into how people enjoy this festival because, again, as we've learned, it's about way more than just who's playing and what show you've seen or going to see. And um, so anyway, that's why Cassie is here. She is uh, she's been we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what it is you look for, why you go, how you go. And and honestly, (laughs) I think that's kind of what we're probably going to do, Russ, um, for the next couple of episodes. And, you know, until there's news um, from from the festival itself. Uh, but that's, I mean, I'm interested, right? If, 
it's become yeah it's become so much more than just the the lineup right it has yeah like you said i, I almost don't care who's playing that's <laughs> like the least important part <laughs> we keep hearing that all the time and and for regular listeners and viewers uh brad as we've said is taking a break he'll be back um don't know when I'm not gonna pin him down um he's taking a break but there's still plenty to talk about so if you're looking at the screen and saying where's you know the guy in the shadow and the, the really bad lighting uh, <laughs> he's not here but he'll be back all right so let's do this uh cassie introduce yourself a little bit if you don't mind i obviously you're wearing a great sweatshirt um thanks yeah it's awesome uh so you're a fan tell us a little bit about yourself when did you start and and all that kind of stuff um okay well my name is cassie wanamaker um live and work in chattanooga been in chattanooga since i guess 2020 so coming up on four years um and then i've been to bonnaroo eight times this will be my ninth year i've went consecutively from 2014 till now um and i guess it would have been like 11 years at this point if the pandemic didn't happen um yeah but yeah so eight years and it's truly my favorite thing ever i talk about it constantly think about it all day every day it gets to me through life (laughs) isn't that crazy but it's it's so you laugh when you say that but you are not alone there are so many of us <laughs> that we hear from and, and, you know, you can go on Reddit and wherever, but it, it's like a, it, so many people say, all oh, my friends, all my coworkers are so sick of hearing me talk about it, but it's a thing, right? <laughs> it is. Just, I mean, it's truly my personality trait, which I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but it's, it's such a huge part of my life in, in such a good way. If your friends are tired of you talking about it, it's time for new friends. <laughs> period. Period. <laughs> All right, so let's let's, uh, let's go back to the beginning a little bit. Um, why the first one? Was it a, a and and where were you living at the time, and how did you get there? Because this is the detail. Because to me, it's so much about the planning. Uh, like right now, it's December. We're all yeah. planning. If you're listening to this show, or we're not talking to people who have no clue about it right we're talking to people who love this event so we're all planning we're all wondering about the lineup we're all wondering do i take this sleeping bag or that sleeping bag or how did i do it better than i did before so tell us about that first one okay well the first one was in 2014 um graduated college in 2014 so just about a month prior to that and i asked for a ticket for my graduation present from my family and they bought it for me, thank goodness. Um, and then I went with a really good friend from college. Uh, she and I went together and then one of her really good friends. So there was three of us. Um, she had been, I think the year prior. So she had like a little bit of experience. Um, so she basically just told me what all to do, what all to pack, um, all that good stuff. And then funny enough, we didn't even pack a canopy though. Yeah, it's a classic rookie mistake. (laughs) Yeah, so we're just out here. (laughs) We're just out here. I I think we got in on, I want to say Wednesday night, um, back when you could come and you didn't have to have your camping, your camping pass wasn't an extra cost. So it was kind of just like free reign. You could bring however many cars you wanted. So 
if I remember correctly, I think we brought three cars to make our campsite bigger, but we didn't even have a canopy. So like, what was the point? <laughs> but anyway, no canopy, but for whatever reason, I still fell in love with it. Even though the sun beat me up, the walking beat me up. Um, but it was just nice to see, you know, so many different kinds of people coming together and like the genuine happiness that is at the farm. So that's really what brought me back. All right. So after 2014, where was college? Um, college was at East Tennessee State okay. in Johnson. So you didn't come. Mm-hmm. You didn't come far. All right. No. Um, mm-hmm. And had you been to festivals before? That was my first festival ever. Were you a camper? Mm-hmm. I was. Yep. We camped in. I want to say Pod Two. No, no. Plaza no, Two. No. Beyond Bonnaroo. Did you? Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I camped growing up. I, I do okay. enjoy camping. All right. Yeah. So again, I'm just, cause there's so many people that, you know, I don't camp. I don't camp. I mean, this Bonnaroo is the okay. only time that I'm in a tent, uh, or in a sleeping bag or anything similar. Russ, he lives in the, in the bus. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all he does. Right now. I don't consider that real camping. You know, it's yeah. not, tent, it's not tent camping. <laughs> it's yeah. it's pretty sweet what he's got set up so all right just wanted to establish that and so okay um were you guys other than the shade the canopy uh did you get it right pretty much or was it the i'm trying to remember oh four weather was still hot yeah. very very hot right it didn't really start cooling down till what 17 18 at night mm-hmm. I mean, I remember those early years. It three o'clock in the morning was just as hot as noon. I, I don't know what's happened. <laughs> we we'll let the weather people and the conspiracy guys, excuse me, figure that out. But um, yeah. Anyway, it was hot. So, all right. What mm-hmm. what was it again? Was it the lineup? Was it you just had a good time with your friends? And are you still coming with those same friends, or is it you're by yourself? So what's how has it evolved? I think it was a mix of the lineup and just being there with friends um, and just meeting so many like like-minded people and people from all over. That's really what brought me back and like the sense of community um, that is Bonnaroo. Um, we went to, I think it was the next, we went to 2015 together, but we have not been back together. I've had various like brew crews that I went with um, here and there, some of the same overlap of people. Um, but this past year I actually went by myself for the first time. And that was like my favorite thing I've ever done. Okay. So, mm-hmm. all right. So that's, so let's talk about that. How has your camping experience changed? Because Bonnaroo has changed and we're going to talk about that in the coming weeks with uh, some folks from C3 and, and a lot of other people, but that's evolution is sort of been become the theme, I think. Right, Russ. With this sh- this show, we've we've talked about not only our e- evolution, but the festivals. You know, it's gone from a jam band to whatever you want to call it with the EDM now, and in the last couple of years, the big focus has been on the camping experience and how they've offered it. So, how has it changed for you? Obviously, you now bring shade. Yeah. <laughs> shade is a must. Yes. All kinds of shade. Even I even bring an umbrella these days. I'm like, I cannot be out in the sun. Um, <laughs> but it, my camping experience has definitely evolved. I will say I've, I've done different, like um, I've done GA and then I've done RV and then um, camping. I've actually driven back and forth to Chattanooga one year. Didn't even stay the night at Bonnaroo. 
And then this past year I did um, single person camping in the beyond. So that was one of those community camps. Um, I think they used to call it Shiru, but it's back there with like Soberu, um, the family camping, um, and then the beyond. So it was, I really like that area. It's super quiet and can actually get some sleep and some peace back there when you want to. Um, but my camping has evolved. Uh, like I said, did bring a canopy back in the day, but now like comfort is the mo most important thing. Um, so my favorite thing to do is I have a Jeep Patriot. So what I'll do is just raise the back hatch and make like a, bring a, um, like a mattress topper, I guess is what you would call it and put it in the back of my Jeep and just, it's like a little bed back there and I keep it really well ventilated. And then I also bring a cot in case like I get too hot back there, I can just lay under my canopy. Um, and then I will say, I kind of found a life hack last year. I bought a bunch of blackout curtains from the thrift store and put those all around my canopy and clipped them together with those binder clips. And it was, it was pretty cool in there. It was not super hot in there, I will say. So I've definitely improved with the shade and stuff like that. Have you done group or do you hook up with a lot of people? You like going by yourself? I haven't done group, but I did venture over there this year to hang out with some people. I, I really enjoyed going by myself because like I said, I have so many like different groups of people that are all over the farm that I like to go visit, but I like have a mission to do so many things. I like being by myself so that I can just, you know, go around and do it. But Yeah. yeah. That's kind of you, isn't it, Russ? Kind of a loner. That's me, especially since I get there on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of so many pictures. He'll, he'll, I'm sure he'll post one now, but you know, the, his bus all by itself in the farm. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I want to, I mean, seriously point that out. A lot of people do come by themselves and mm -hmm. there's a reason um, we've said on here many, many times, you don't want to come with somebody who doesn't want to be there. Right. It's not a halfway thing. It, it's not a, I'll come and see if I like it kind of event. Nope. Right. Yeah. Because once you're there, you're there. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. I think I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> once you're there, there's nothing else to do. But go have a good time. So do you feel like that last year when you went by yourself was sort of the evolution that you were that you want or did you, I mean, you went with people with friends. That's fun too. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun to be with mm -hmm. people, like-minded people. So is there, what has been your favorite year and, and why? Okay. Well, I say this every year is my favorite year. It just keeps getting better every year. It's like, you know, something tops the year before, but, um, 2019 was probably my favorite year besides 2023. Uh, but 2019, me and my best friend went, just us two. We had a cute little campsite just right behind uh, Shakedown Street. So it was a really good, easy walk. And we were close to like vendors and stuff like that. And close to House of Yes. Um, and then met some of my really good friends that I'm still very close to in 2019. Um, and I know that was the year of the Squarch. Um, but I know most people have a bone to pick with the Squarch, but I thought it was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I did enjoy that. Of course, I love the arch and everything, but it's like, she went away, but the squirch is kind of cute anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 20, 2019, just the vibes were good there with my best friend. It was just us two, didn't have to worry about anyone else. And yeah, it was good. All right. So who are you hoping that will be on this year's lineup? Or, and, and how much so, do you focus on lineup? 
I, I really do not focus on the lineup. To me, Bonnaroo is community and the music is just our entertainment, really. <laughs> but um, I, I will say I have some predictions or some people that I like to see. Um, I, Tame and Paul is my number one. I hope that they are Saturday night at the what, I will say that. Um, and then this may be an unpopular opinion, but I really hope NSYNC is there. <laughs> is that a possibility? <laughs> I haven't heard any reason why not. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's not something I focus on a whole whole lot yeah. to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm I'm with yeah. you. You know. Yeah. Well, um, I like I want to see Pretty Lights there, Ludacris, Dave Matthews Band, Crumbin, uh, Skrillex, Limp Biscuit, Dylan Francis. Those are just a few. Yeah. When you like last year. Um, do you see a lot of shows or do you end up at camp? I mean, you were by yourself a little, but you said yeah. you have friends that you go see. And that that's the other sort of thing is it seems like even more and more where there's so much, so much going on. Um, yeah. You know, how many shows are we actually seeing uh, type mm-hmm. of thing, which is so weird. I mean, really think about it. It's a music festival and, the more and more we talk to people who are regulars, they see a lot of shows, but it's not like every show. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely not in there at 1 PM. I'll tell you that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I usually am at the campsite during the day at either mine or one of my friends uh, camps. And then I'll go in around sunset every day usually. And then it just depends on what time I get tired is when I go back to bed. Yeah. Where are you at 1 AM? Um, usually on Friday and Saturday, I'm up, but on Thursday, I just usually go to bed at like midnight just to get some sleep. See, that's a pro, um, that's a pro on, tip right there. We keep saying it and Russ, yeah. Russ just blows I, right by I it. I ignore it every year. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got to see, <laughs> well, he stayed up long enough to see DJ Diesel, which was a huge regret that's of mine. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But on Thursday night, I usually try to go to bed and then Friday and Saturday, I'm, I'm usually up by one or at one. Yeah. All right, so you said earlier that you had a friend who had gone the year before and was able to offer you some tips. So what are the tips you tell your friends now, the, the first-timers? What, what's your best, your best pro tips? Obviously a canopy. Canopy, you know, yes. I've told the story um, many times. My first year I had an umbrella, which just happened to be in the <laughs> truck. And, that, and it was like a sundial. We just kept moving. As the sun moved, we moved. It was horrible. Yeah. Oh, so it was like one of those that you stick on to like a table. I had a, I had a uh, golf umbrella, so it was pretty big. Yes, I had a <laughs> two by three piece of wood, some cheap plastic sawhorses that just randomly were in the back of my truck. So we had a table, and then I used the umbrella and a bungee cord to hold it in okay. place. And uh, me and the photographer from the paper sat in the, those chairs, and we followed the shade. <laughs> during the day it was awful you think i'm kidding i mean <laughs> we were glad to have that so you know when you say canopy i get it um, yeah okay so again your tips okay for a first timer uh canopy is number one and then you must bring either tapestries or bed sheets or blankets or like i did last year blackout curtains you those are essential to surviving this thing you have to bring those 
clip them all the way around your whole canopy and clip them together with those binder clips or you can use uh, zip ties either one so that is literally number one um, obviously bring more water than you ever need um, i always recommend putting a case in your freezer before like a week before and then pulling them out the day of and then lining the bottom of your cooler with those and then putting your food on top of it and then by the end of the weekend you'll have good cold water still that's um, my number that's my number one mm -hmm. I, oh yeah yeah that way your food doesn't oh, get yeah. soggy and you have cold mm -hmm. water to drink yep yes yes that's... um and then i always bring i always uh, try to buy one of those like really big battery powered fans from walmart they take like 6d batteries um and i just keep that on me at all times if i'm at the campsite and then always have one of those hand fans in your backpack um and then always wear a hat like a big brimmed hat i at least try to do that during the day if i'm out and then one of my biggest now that i've just kind of started doing the last two years the biggest life hack to me is do not drink alcohol if at all possible just because it makes you so tired Oops. and so you know when you're yeah <laughs> when you're hungover you know the next day Rush, it's Rush like just oh my went, gosh I don't want to be here Rush just blacked out I think <laughs> yeah. I know I know this is just a couple this is just the past two years since I've quit drinking that I've like discovered how Bonnaroo can just be elevated if you're not drinking but obviously it's it's your own choice but if you don't drink I noticed um, I'm just I feel a lot better throughout the weekend not as tired not as not as angry at life not as like mad that we're out here in the 100 degree sun so what's well, a good know, point yeah because uh barry you know i think you and i were the only ones who uh weren't sober the whole weekend our whole camp pretty much um <laughs> back at camp nut buttered right yeah no i mean sober is a, a strong word i i never get not sober I never get blasted at Bonnaroo because it's miserable. Uh, and yeah. I've, people, I've said this since we've been doing this show, you know, whenever I tell people who don't go that I go to Bonnaroo, they're like, oh, it must be a, you know, a drunken drug fest, whatever. And I'm like, not for me, because the last thing I want to be is hung over mm -hmm. at 630 in the morning when that sun comes up yeah. and I got to go find a porta potty. So but I do enjoy a beer or, you know, a, a, a drink. But we said, uh, Russ, to your point, this past year especially, um, so many people, the sober was a theme. Uh, I just put it that way. Not just in our camp, uh, you know, won't name names, but you and I were probably the only ones, as you said, you know, having a beer. Uh, so six five of our regular camp nut butter people uh have decided to um you know go sober in their lives and can and happy happy for them and, but we also had several people come up um one of our campmates and said i can't believe how many people i've run into who have said this is my first bonnaroo sober mm -hmm. so it's a definitely a thing um so, you know, good to them. I, I, I made a joke earlier and I don't mean to make light of it because that is a, that is a big decision, but to your point, and we laughed about it earlier, they're going hard on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. Yeah. Don't do that. 
Please don't do that. You know, the inclination <laughs> is because, you know, you're, it's a party, you're there, you've, depending, you've spent X number of hours in the vehicle and you get out and you want to hit it hard. It makes for a long, miserable weekend. So we yeah. can't stress that enough. Um, how about Cassie, what sort of tickets are you buying this year? And, and I'm asking because Bonnaroo made a huge change last year with their camping, ticketing, a la carte, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, system. Did, how did that impact you or did it and how, last year and how is it impacting you this year? Well, I always, I think I've always done GA camping. Um, so I'm going to do that again or GA ticket. And then I bought my preferred camping or whatever you want to call it for the beyond already. I bought that. I haven't bought a ticket yet, an actual ticket. Um, so it is, it's only affected me in the way that this beyond camping pass was like 40 more dollars than it was last year. Um, but besides that, it hasn't affected me. I noticed that they, did tiers on the camping passes now. So I thought that was different. Yeah. That's what I'm asking about. I've never, we, I've never done it that way. So I don't know. Is it good, bad? You like it? You don't like it. Do you like being able to pick and choose or uh, does it feel yeah, like I, one of the things I've always said about Bonnaroo is it never has felt like they had their hand in my pocket. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They weren't trying to get a dime here and a nickel there. Um, does that, does this feel like that or not feel like that? I, I don't know. I think it does feel like that, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go regardless. Well, um, and I think that's what so. they've discovered, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Russ, we've talked about that, right? I oh, mean, yeah. some people can afford, you look at some of these prices, $4,000 for, uh, the VIP or whatever, and you know, my, my first reaction is, <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> but, but some people have that and don't mind and are willing to spend it obviously, or they wouldn't do it. Yeah. The big jump, right. it seems was right. the area nine three one, which is, you know, where we used to camp. And then until they kicked right. us out, they figured out they could sell that space. Uh, last yeah. year, I think it was, you know, around $500 to camp back there. And this year it went up to a thousand. So, I mean, it double in price and it doesn't seem like people wow. are deterred. You know, it seems like if you're, back there you know you know how much premium that space is and you'll pay almost any price yeah i think we're going to have some folks on in the coming weeks to talk about the details of all that but i'm not a business major i'm not good at it but it seems to me like it's a it's a classic uh study in supply and demand and i really can't wait to see how it works out Mm -hmm. um you know, I've always said they know what they're doing. And like you said, somebody's willing to pay it. And if it helps keep the GA ticket price down, you know, what do I care? I mean, good. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. Do, did you, are you trying to convince any of your friends to go? Are you going by yourself again? I'm going to camp alone. I'm going to go by myself, but, um, like I said, we'll still be hanging out with people uh, in the other camps. Um, but no, I don't think I've, I've made most of my friends go at least once. <laughs> That's so funny. You, when you tell people you yeah. go and then, and, and then you say, and I go by myself, I can't by myself. How do they react? 
most people are just like, I can never do that by myself. And I'm like, well, I'm an only child. I live alone. I've been, I've always been okay with loneliness, but it's so anyway, um, it's, I like it because I can like get away. So like, you know, I can go back to my own private little campsite. It's like not in the middle of a party campsite or like everyone's up 24 seven, just like being loud and music. It's like, okay, I'm almost 10 years into this. I like to actually sleep some and like have some peace at times. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And so, that's part of what I want to, yeah. what we're going to probably focus on Russ in the next couple of weeks is just how everybody's experience is different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people would, they want the 24 seven party thing. Yeah. Some people like you, I, I'm more like you. I need my quiet time and, uh, yeah. and to be able, and, and I mean, when Russ and I are there, how many shows have we seen together? Uh, have we seen any? I'm not sure that we've seen one together, honestly. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't think we have either. Maybe yeah. one where we bumped into each other. We, well, yes. yeah. It, I, yeah, to your point, I don't think we ever planned to see a show together and saw it. If we saw a show together, it's because, yeah, we ran into each other. Yeah, yeah, I know we did because mm-hmm. we were in the – we were in the pit for a couple of them. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, nice. it wasn't like we walked over there together. We just <laughs> ran into each no, other. No, it's not like we said, okay, this time we're going to go meet over there and, you know. Yeah. In fact, the last time we tried to, that was that Sunday last year and you and I both got to the gate and we were like, uh-uh. Yeah. It's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't go any far. Yeah. I, I think I ended that. up walking back. <laughs> yeah. We stopped and got some water and mm-hmm. food and said, I'm done. Done. It's too hot. <laughs> All right. Um, Cassie, again, um, I think the lineup, we think it's going to drop somewhere in the next two weeks, probably three weeks, rather, somewhere around the 10th. Uh, I, I was looking 2020 it dropped January 7th. So that's typical. Is this the, how, you know, do you wake up that morning and start hitting refresh on your computer or are you just going to be like, you know, when it happens, it happens. I wouldn't say I hit refresh, but definitely the day of, I always am like, wow, it's such a good day today. We're going to get something good later. So I always am like really excited. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? What am I missing, Russ? What are we missing? Um, well, you said you're from Chattanooga. And so, you know, I had talked about, um, yep. you know, I take back roads the entire way. Of course, we're lucky we live that close and can avoid the interstate and all that. And I think that's how we met. I think you uh, heard that and were asking me like, well, exactly which way do you take? Cause you know, that sounds pretty good. So, um, yeah, for those that, you know, come from far away, you know, it's kind of uh, hard to explain, but it's, you know, it's so nice to wake up and just drive for an hour and be there. <laughs> yeah, we're lucky. It really is. We're lucky. As far I know. As that. No, that's, that's how I, well, I was listening to the podcast. I think I started listening in 2021. Um, and then last year, Russ was talking about his back roads way from Chattanooga to the farm. And I was like, I want I was looking at the maps and I was like, I feel like I'm not seeing what he's talking about. I feel like it's a little deeper than that. So I messaged him and I was like, can you give me the route? Yeah. <laughs> and he did. And I took that route and it was, there was not a single car on the road. Besides you hardly me. see anyone. It was yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful, yeah. isn't it? 
Yeah, it's it so is. beautiful. Yeah. So. Especially when you come over that mountain and you can tune in to Bonnaroo Radio at that time. Yeah. Then you, it's like, now I'm here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yep. begun. Um, yep. What day do you go? That's the other question. Especially since they've so, opened it up. You know, it used to be everybody would get their Wednesday and they would open midnight. Then they'd open at 1 a.m. And now they're opening on Tuesday. And Russ, that's when Russ goes, I just think that's awful. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> definitely a long time. It's a long time. Definitely wind, a long man. time. Yeah. Um, I, for the past several years, have went in on Thursday after work. Okay. Um, but this past year, you know, got there. I didn't get my campsite set up till about 9.30 p.m. because of, like, the really long line to get in and all that stuff. Um, so I was like, I you know, since this is the only music festival I'm doing anymore, I want to get the most out of it. So I think I'm actually going to go on Tuesday this year. Um, just to, by Sunday, I'm like, I probably will be like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here, but <laughs> I'm going to go on Tuesday. I'm going to go on Tuesday just to get the full, get the full experience. Yeah. Cause I haven't, I haven't went before Thursday in several years. Yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, thank yeah. you so much for your time and doing this. And I look forward to seeing you in June on the farm. Uh, Russ will be there Tuesday. He's easy to find. He's the only. Well, I'll be able to find him. (laughs) It's the the only bus in a field for a day and a half. Yeah. Well, there's usually there's usually still cell phone service when you get there that early. Yeah. At that point, you still use your phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well. So yeah, we'll meet up. I tried to find him last year, but couldn't find him. Yep. So just look for the hat. Yeah. I was looking for the little finger puppet, but I I just couldn't couldn't find him. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, so see, there you go. Another, you know, everybody has their own way, right? But yeah. there's always a common thread. We just like this and we talk about it that was so much fun to hear her say you know her friends and co-workers are tired of hearing her talk about it how many times have we heard somebody say that yeah she's not the only one no she's not the only one <laughs> not even close to the only one so um you know i i know i do it and, and i know i you can see the eye rolls you know oh here he goes again yep you know you get the eye roll and then you get the, oh, I would never do that. Yep. Response, and we've all got right? friends and family that react that way. <laughs> <laughs> right. But just the fact that we're here in December talking about a festival that won't happen for another six months is right. uh, pretty telling. 
That's exactly right. All right, so coming up, we'll have uh, we've got another couple of guests similar, and then uh, sometime in January, uh, you guys could probably guess as well as we can. We hope to have some folks uh, uh, directly involved with the festival to come on and and talk about. I hope the lineup, but also certainly uh, whatever changes. Um, what I want to talk about, Russ, is the changes they made last year, how they worked, didn't work what they liked, didn't like, and then what they're going to do next year. And Definitely. And if a, you uh, go back and listen to that episode, we had Corey and Brad on. When they announced these changes, they came on and talked about it. That was a good conversation. So it'd be neat to have them back on and talk about, yeah, like you said, what worked, what didn't, and just feedback and how it's going to be next year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um and you, you know, you're talking about going back. I, I hope if you guys are listening to this one and you haven't listened to the uh, Danny Clinch interview we did last week, please go back and listen. I'm still, still so excited please about do, that. Yeah. And <laughs> it makes me want to go back and listen to the David Bruce interview again as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, another photographer. They're both friends. So um, anyway. All right. So that's it, Russ, man. I uh, don't know if we'll talk before Christmas. I think we will. Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Yes. Tell your family hello. You too, yeah. Have Merry Chrysler, and uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll probably talk before then, but who knows? I hope Santa brings you that case of paps. <laughs> it's the only thing on my list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you, and uh, we'll talk soon. See ya. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.